Hello, my beautiful people. I know it's been a excuse me. It has been a moment since I posted an episode, but I just felt led to come up with another episode. I usually speak on Facebook Live, but I also feel a need to put this word on my podcast platform. And I'm just here to tell y'all, ladies and gentlemen, that it is time to move. Rather, it's, I'm talking about location. Yes, I am talking about location. But I'm also talking about relationships. Some of the relationships that we have with people, rather it's romantically or platonically, we have to learn to move on because this is a new season, you know? Let's just say we are caterpillars. We go into our cocoon. We are no longer a caterpillar. We are no longer a caterpillar in that cocoon. I lost my train of thought, (laughs) y'all. I lost my train of thought. But we are no longer caterpillars once we're in that cocoon because we are changing. And then we become that beautiful butterfly. We are in transformation. We can no longer be what we used to. We can no longer go back to what has hurt us, what we were thought of. We can no longer go back to the things that may have harmed us because there is a new season that we have to go to. We have to graduate from our old season. We have to let that old season go and appreciate the new season. You know, oftentimes people remember you as the old you, the timid you, the scared you, the the I'm not going to go above and beyond you. I like to stay in my bubble you. I don't speak up for myself because I don't want to trouble you you. I don't want to hurt your feelings you. But we are no longer staying in that bubble. We have to pop that bubble and go forth toward what God has called us to be or to do. We have a calling on our lives. I was at church today and people were getting appointed as pastor, prophetess, evangelist, all these different roles in the kingdom, in the fivefold ministry. And my pastor was praying over them and saying that they won't go back to, um, they won't go back to, or try to escape their calling or their gift. You know, your gift is for other people. You can't gift yourself, especially in, in terms of the spiritual world. You can buy yourself gifts and stuff like that. But as far as, as you were born, God has gifted you so you can help other people. You know, I used to be afraid to voice my opinion. But little do you know, like someone told me that I was a prophet. I might not have that title in the church, but as far as prophesying to people, I guess we all have prophesying gifts, but I'm not going to deny my calling, but I was afraid to tell people stuff that, that, um, about what I knew. It was like one day I prophesied to one of my ex-friends, um, I know I'm always bringing him up, but anywho. You know, how did you, you know, I thought I was weird for telling people, you know, I could read them. And it was just this one 
one night, I think I was getting ready for work, but I could not go to sleep. And I was, I decided to text somebody, my relative, and tell them, you know, it's going to be okay. You know? So I had to walk in my car. I can't be afraid of what they're going to say because if I, as an intercessor, don't tell them, you know, what God said, then I'm going to feel horrible that I I um, either didn't warn them or I didn't encourage them to go forth. You know, the Lord gives us gifts and everybody has a gift whether they know it or not. You know, many are called in, not called in, many are called and few are chosen. So if God chooses you to evangelize, prophesize, minister, teach, then go do that. We can't be afraid. You don't know who you might save. You know, you don't know who you might encourage. So therefore, we need to start moving in our purpose and acting in our purpose. So y'all, don't give up. That was another point in, in the sermon today. Don't give up. There are many people who are dependent on you. You know, your, your test is somebody else's testimony. Your breakthrough isn't for you all the time. It's for someone else. It's for someone else. You know, there are things that I don't do anymore. And I have to be truthful as a, as a son. I mean, not a son. As a daughter of Christ. You know, as a son and daughter of Christ, you have to be vulnerable. You have to be transparent and tell people that you are connected to. You know, I got through addiction, you know, pornography, masturbation, um, alcohol, smoking. Like, you have to tell people the truth as a Christian. You know, no Christian is perfect. And a lot of people um, turn their nose up on Christians because they say, oh, you know, we think we're better than everybody and yada, yada, yada. Truth is, we're not better than anybody, but we are called to help people and get to help people get to know Christ. You know, we have to let them know who God is, but you have to find out for yourself. We can give you tips. We can pray for you. But that prayer is not as effective. It's going to be effective, but it's not going to be as effective if you don't pray for yourself. You know, and if you want transformation, you have to pray for yourself as well. You have to want that change. You know, you just can't pray and then think it's going to happen. You have to put in work. You know, God can give you the business, but he might say, oh, uh, Carmen, it's up to you. I'm just, that random name came off the top of my head. Oh, Carmen, um, here's the business. Now you go do this, you know. Sometimes God gives us piece, bits and pieces because if if we if we depend on him, well, we should depend on him for everything, but he gave us the wisdom to follow through. And if you want to move and change, you have to realize that suffering comes with it, but just know there's glory in that suffering. And Romans 8 and 18 says, I consider our present sufferings are not worth comparing to the glory that will be relieved in us so y'all like our situations are changing there is overflow from the kingdom god wants us to experience overflow overflow y'all 
I don't know what what better way I can put it. You know, you went from being evicted to owning a home. You went from being a single mother to having a whole family and married with a husband. You've been, um, you know, you've been lonely. Now you support people who have been, you know, um, uh, you support people now that feel like they're lonely. There are a lot of people going through stuff and they suffer in silence. But as a, as a child of God, a, a prophetess, evangelist there are people there are people that need you rather you know it or not just like children need parents in their life not just a mother but a father you have to know that you need god's father in order to get through life and people always say you know if god is real why do i suffer why do i suffer truth is god doesn't always want us to suffer there are times he wants to teach us a lesson to to in order to teach people like hey it's going to be okay hey there is a plan for you there is a plan there is time to rejoice and it says in first peter 4 and 13 but rejoice in a such in a much in a much as you participate in the sufferings of christ so that you may be overjoyed when his glory is revealed overjoyed not just joy, but overjoy. You know, God is a funny God. He has a sense of humor. Remember when you said you wasn't going to get married and you're going to stay single forever? Now you got three kids and you have a loving husband more than you can ever fathom. Y'all, we are changing. We are changing. Your address is about to change. You might have a an office in your bedroom you might have just a a closet office your prayer room might be just a closet but you have a whole a whole room for prayer you know your your daycare might be inside your house but now you can afford a a building your address is about to change you are about to change from miss miss to missus y'all you are about to move like you're not just about to to stay in a neighborhood you're about to be a global empire there is so much that God wants us to experience but we have to trust him we have to be willing to uh, we have to be willing to submit you know you can be a good person but not believe in God so you have to learn how I mean you could, yeah you could be a good person not believe in God but you have to believe in God in order to experience his goodness his glory you know I, I see a lot of people just just be angry and wonder why their life is a mess it's because they they don't they don't have a relationship with God you can't like somebody if you don't have a relationship with them and I just encourage people to have a relationship with God know your father get into the word you know people people use the bible app I do too I do too but I feel like I am learning more when I pick up that book and actually study it and try to and try to understand it. Because there's a lot of stuff that we go through in life that the Bible explains. You know, we are not supposed to worry. We're changing. 
don't give up on your on yourself a lot of people may give up on you but the most important part is that you don't give up on yourself it's time to change y'all it's time to change don't allow the people that are surrounded by you to change who you are don't allow the people that are around you to not make you want to change i know i know that's kind of like a oxymoron but you should be willing to change to better yourself and to help more people but don't let the people who are negative and are still still in that same mindset to discourage you to not want to change you know i'm a business owner and i'm pretty sure you all are familiar with me saying that a lot but i had to realize you know that people are going to want to change if they want to if they choose to but they have to break that generational curse if they want to because some people all they know is they're going to follow their parents footsteps or they're going to follow somebody around them a lot of people will say my child um i don't understand why my child acts like this he came from a good home we we fed him we took him places and yada 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 but you have to realize it could be the enemy that is trying to attack your child or it could be the people that they hung around the people that they hung around now the enemy can attack people that you love yes they the enemy can i was just um listening to the pastor and he was saying that he went to his son's middle school one time when he was younger and it was a sign that said if you are what was it if your child is no not if your child but let me get it straight if you are having issues with your sexuality you know go see counselor blah 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 and you know what it's like you don't have a problem with the lbg community but these kids are too young to be experiencing stuff about sexuality they should be trying to color <laughs> i don't have nothing against them but at the same time these children should be children they shouldn't be worried about their sexual orientation they should not um you know the enemy will try to target people close to you like there's a situation that something happened to two of my loved ones and it's like i don't know why this happened and stuff like that but you have to realize that you have to pray you have to seek God. You know, you can't just be living your life every day. You know, it's a difference when you when you believe in God, but are you doing the stuff to show that you believe in God? You know, God want to have God wants to have conversations with you or God wants you to speak to him and he will speak back. It might not be in your manner, but God will speak back to you. He will show you. You know, he might send people to speak over your life 
he might sit, you know, he might show you something on social media. If that is your platform, he'll uh, put it on social media. You know, something that will get to you. You know, um, and I always, people get upset where they'll say, oh, church is, church isn't a building. It's, um, it's within you. And I get that. It is. It's within the person. But at the same time, church is a platform where deliverance can happen, where healing can happen. There are a lot of things that the church is used for. You know, um, I was that person like, oh, well, I don't need to go to church because this is that's a form of church hurt. That's a form of church hurt because the, the church that I grew up in, I think it was more so people being in my business where I didn't want to go to church and it was not, I know, I don't know, um, I, I'm going to be straightforward. It wasn't, it wasn't, a, I'm not saying it's not entertaining, but it wasn't a target toward young people. Whereas this church that I'm at now, I I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. And I also thought that my old church, Lord forgive me, it was more so of money hungry. Like, what are we really doing? What what is this for? Like, you know. But it but I learned to appreciate. I learned to appreciate going to church when I was living overseas. I don't know if I said this on one of my podcast episodes, but there was a point in time where I could not go to church overseas. Number one, that they they have these underground churches. They had these underground churches more so for foreigners. Well, foreigners could openly go to church, but as far as the natives there, they cannot go to church because they don't believe in God and it's against their religion. Well, not religion. I'm sorry. That that was that was not the proper form to say. But yeah, they were not allowed to go to institutions. You know, um, what do you call it? Um, religious. Oh, religious institutions. They were not allowed to go there. So they'll get. You know, they'll go to jail or even face death because of that. But. I had to work, so I wasn't able to go to church. But as soon as I came home, I knew I did not want to go back to my old church because I just, I just was in the space where I didn't need people to know my business. You know, it's the art of being private. But then I found this church, and I went there one time, and I'm just like, Lord, have mercy. Like, you know, it's time. You know, sometimes you have to know when it is your time. That's why I don't understand it. It's not meant for me to understand. But there are people who will stay at their job that they hate, that they cannot stand, that they have you in tears or you're angry all the time. You know, um, that's just, you know, I'm sorry. 
you have to realize when it's time to leave, when it's time to change. A lot of people got upset and told me, well, not upset, but they tried to prophesy over me like, oh, you're going to be the manager here and uh, you got years to go. My goal is not to spend all my life working a nine to five. I'm just not created for that. Not even just the mindset, but my body. My body <laughs> doesn't allow me to stand on on my feet like that. My body does not allow me to deal with certain stuff. So I knew for a fact that it was time for change. Let me tell you how I knew it was time for me to move on to this from this job. And it's funny that I don't stay at a job no more than a year. No more than a year. And I'm, I don't quit jobs to be quitting jobs. But I feel like when it's time for me to leave, it's time for me to leave. I think the longest I ever stayed at the job was two years. Two years. But back to, back to, you know, moving. So it's been in my spirit, you know, that... I should not be at this job forever. A lot of people that work there spent a good year, not or years. They spent years at this job. You know, it has ups and downs. It could be fun and all that other stuff. But I came to a point where it's like, I don't like being here. When we came back from, from being furloughed twice, I was working seven days. With eight days straight in a row. I was tired, y'all. Tired. And I knew for a fact that I was going to quit one day. I was going to quit one day. Because it was it was just a hot mess. My body could not take that. You know. After that period went by, I'm like, okay. I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. And then people started leaving. People started leaving. They put me on midnights. I was good. I was good, y'all, on on my days. My mor was it mornings? Yep, I was working mornings and afternoons. And then when they put me back on midnights, I'm like, it's time to go. And I wanted to quit so bad during that time. My body started hurting. Like my body started hurting, y'all. That's how I knew for a fact like I could not take this any longer. When your body just starts to hurt every time you think about that place. One day God was like, you know, I was just looking. And God showed me many times. I would, When you got to pray yourself out of something, y'all. I know I'm rambling. But when y'all have to pray yourself out of a place, don't go back to that place. Don't go back to that person. Because... Even though you wanted that thing once upon a time, you know, you can't go back unless the Lord instructs you, instructs you to go back. You know, sometimes there are people that you need, you need to go back to save. But other than that, don't go back to those situations. I had, um, long story short, I had a couple signs, like it was on Instagram, um, YouTubes that I was listening to and then one day Holy Spirit listened to me and said put in your two weeks 
I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, you told me to, but you know, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna put my two weeks. Okay, you know, I've been contemplating on doing it, but I didn't know when to do it. You know, God was telling me, um, was it the beginning of June? I think on the beginning of June, he was, no, it was, yeah, I think it was June that he was telling me to quit. He was telling me to quit in June, but Asia did not listen. You know, he get he gives me specific dates sometimes. He gave me specific dates. And just like, okay, why is this date? But anywho, <laughs> I know I'm long and drawn out, but he gave me a specific date. You know, okay. You know, few few weeks later, you know, he told me to put my two weeks in. And it woke me out of my sleep. I'm like, oh, okay. I'll put in my two weeks. So I put in my two weeks on my parents' anniversary. No, I'm sorry. Let me backtrack. You know, he told me to put in my two weeks. And then I was listening to Prophetess D. Edwards. She's so encouraging, you know. And Lord be telling me to listen to her. But anywho, it was one specific video the Lord told me to listen to. And I'm like, okay, I'll listen to it. And then some other video of hers came up. I listened to that too. But it was this one specific one he was telling me to listen to. And his video was two, was it two years old? Yeah, it was two years old. I'm thinking like, Lord, why are you making me listen to this video? So sure enough, she said, when I quit my job, I had to have faith. I almost fell out, y'all. I almost fell out. Fell out. So, I decided, like, okay, let me find this Instagram post that I post. Not, not, I didn't post it, y'all. I didn't post it. That I saved. I went and found it. It's plain and simple. How to resign from your job. So, I resigned. No, I typed the resign letter resignation letter i'm sorry y'all bad english typed a resignation letter and you know i signed it made a copy that night i'm like i'm a little nervous and i'm just thinking lord please don't let nobody be back there when i come in so i came in and everybody that was working at night or that evening shift they were out in the front yes out in the front honey out in the front i was so glad because i didn't want people to look at me like oh why is she going back there in that office i politely slid my resignation letter on my boss's desk and it was just such a peace and y'all know blessings started flowing. Blessings started flowing. I had people that would help me get my business going. Right after, y'all, right after I decided to step out on faith. Because I had my mom like, oh, well, you know, she was talking about bills. I'm like, you know, you, know, you don't want to hear nothing about no bills. You don't want to hear nothing about paying people. You want to, you know, you want to earn money versus give out money. 
you know, I was not trying to hear that, you know, in that process. But God is good and he shall always provide. He's going to provide, y'all. I want y'all to know that, you know, God is not going to give you a vision or a business plan without blessing you with finances or blessing you with uh, clients. You know, God is going to help you. You just have to trust in him. So if you're moving, God is going to bless you with the finances to move or that floor plan that you want if you are building your home God is going to bless you with that man or woman that you've been praying for for years God is going to bless you with going from auntie to mother or grandmother whatever you are asking God for it shall be done just know that God is real it's moving season y'all it's moving season and God has plans for you God has plans for you. You just have to have faith. And remember that you need to lean to your not your own, lean not to your own understanding. And know that in Jeremiah 29 and 11 says, "For I know the plans I have for you," declares the Lord, "the plans to prosper you and not give you or not harm you, plans to give you hope and a future." And Isaiah 55 and 8 through 12 says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are high than higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than yours and my thoughts than yours. In Jesus' name. Just know that God is real. God is real, y'all. So keep the faith. Lord, I ask that you strengthen this individual that is listening right now. I ask that you prepare them for that moving season, even if they're even if they are prepared, Lord, I ask that you give them the grace and the peace to know that they are moving sooner than they think, Lord. I ask that they don't have any thoughts of going back or any thoughts of turning back or the thoughts of giving up. Lord, I ask that they press forward and they seek your face and then that they trust you to know that your plans are not our plans and our thoughts are not your thoughts, Lord. And I ask that you give them peace during this move. I ask that you strengthen them during this move. Rather, it's going from miss to missus. Rather, it's going from auntie to mother or teacher to principal. From employee to CEO, Lord, in the name of Jesus. I ask that you give them a better mindset, Lord, and know that they are not the person that was from that little area where people were small-minded knowing that you have chosen them to move forward chosen them to change their location chosen them to change their destination lord in the name of jesus i ask that you give them peace that you give them joy 
that you give them happiness, that you forgive them for things that they have thought bad about themselves, Lord. I pray that they are moved by your greatness, and I pray that they know that you are the one true mighty God. I pray that they love you. I pray that they can help others during this move for in the name of Jesus. I ask that you provide the materials in order to accomplish this move. I pray that they encounter godly people and I rebuke any enemies that try to come up against them. May they be sent to hell, Lord, in the name of Jesus. I rebuke any negativity. I rebuke any illnesses. I rebuke any confusion, Lord, in the name of Jesus. I rebuke witchcraft. I rebuke jealousy. I rebuke gluttony, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And you said transformation, Lord, into a healthier version of them. Rather, it's mental, spiritual, Lord, even physical, Lord. I ask that you let them see the transformation before their eyes, Lord, in the name of Jesus. I ask that you bless their spirit, Lord, and remove all the things that have hindered them from moving, Lord. Rather, it was fear, Lord, or people that are influencing them negatively. Lord, I ask that you give them grace and that they flee from temptation of going back, Lord. We are not what we used to be, Lord. We ask for deliverance, Lord, right now in the name of Jesus. We ask that you have your way in our lives, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we pray for those who have not been able to conceive, Lord. I ask that you touch their belly, touch their womb, touch their womb, Lord, in the name of Jesus, that they be fruitful and multiply, Lord, in the name of Jesus. I pray for anybody that has a business, let that business prosper, Lord, in the name of Jesus. I pray that no weapon formed against them shall prosper, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for all that you do. Thank you for loving us, Lord. Thank you for protecting us from the enemy, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We ask that you prepare us for that anointing. We put on the whole armor of God, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.